Welcome, everyone, to episode one, season two of Modcast VR, uh, the official podcast of the Flattened VR Modding community. Uh, I'm Dr. Greg VR, and this is this is my co-host, VRAN. Say hi, VRAN. There we go. And uh, we are really excited today uh, because we have with us from the, the, our uh, returning guest, uh, we had him on in our very first show, and we now have Elliot Tate from the Flat to VR Mining community with us. How you doing, Elliot? Good. Thanks Good. for having me. Good Glad to be back. Yeah, I got your name right this time. I don't think I've called yeah, you Brian yeah. since that first show, so we're good. <laughs> you just doxed me. Like, Sorry. Yeah, so. I did it before, so, you know. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is great. Uh, today, what we're planning on doing, uh, we usually have, I usually have this a lot more organized format-wise, but I just have a list of things because we're going to reminisce a little bit about the year that was 2022 because – we were on, VRAN and I, I don't know if you saw, we were on, uh, was it uh, Virtual Strangers? Is that the name of Strangers. the, is that the name of the Virtual podcast? Strangers. With uh, uh, Lethal yep. Weasel and, you know, Wes and all that. And uh, uh, so we were on there and that's what we were doing is talking, talking about how 2022 was the year of the mod. I mean, that, if you're, you're looking at any big story in VR, really, in 2022, I mean, I'm probably biased on this, but for me, it's it's the mods it really is yeah yeah i mean yeah for most people they want to forget 2022 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pretty much the whole like 2000 2022 <laughs> let's just skip over it but modding wise it's amazing what's come out mm -hmm. yeah. yeah absolutely that's it's... what started this really yeah that's why we started because that's, that's started i mean that's this. we were like that's all we're playing that's all we're playing is modded games and yeah. that's still pretty yeah. much all i play um again yeah. I, I did i did uh um, I guess I uh, uh, streamed Dead Space yesterday, but I'm I'm hoping for a mod for that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, the curse of every time you play a game, you're like, but what would this be like? In uh -huh, VR? Uh -huh. <laughs> like how much better would it be if I could just look around and look around the corner and? Um, oh my gosh, I still in 3D. And, I yeah. found myself doing that last night. I was sitting here and. You know, I'm so used to Luke's mods where you look to aim and everything, you know? And so I'm trying yeah. to do that. And I'm like, why isn't the cursor moving? <laughs> you know, it's like, or, or, you know, I'd move my head around. You play your game and you're like, why is your head moving? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's how you play games. Like, you have no yeah, that, that's how I play games. I had to check really soon. I actually sent Luke an email earlier this morning. I didn't know if he'd get back to me. It doesn't look like he did. So just wanted to know if he wanted to give us any. He probably wouldn't need anyway because he never does that. But I wanted to see if he would give us any sneak peeks of what might be coming. <laughs> because really, yeah, you know, I think two big games have just come out that I think are no-brainers for Luke are uh, uh, The Witcher Three. Uh, just because, you know, he's already modded the uh, Red Engine with cyberpunk yeah. so i would hope I, that we... I knew he said before he really wanted to do that so. well wasn't that like the most requested game on his list i think it was up there yeah i think it was up there yeah and then uh then of course dead space and i think we actually asked him about dead space when we had him that interview with him yeah. and he was basically well you know i'm always gonna wait for the the new version yeah, for the remake well it's out now yeah. so we're gonna hold him to it no, <laughs> no pressure luke <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. He's not doing anything, right? No, nothing. Nothing. Yeah. AER2. <laughs> 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 
Have you guys gotten a chance to to play with AR2 much? I have played a lot with Final Fan. I've almost beat Final Fantasy VII with it. Nice. And it's with it. It's a yeah. game changer. I yeah. I cannot get yeah. over. There are times when I'm sitting there, I was like, damn, this is even prettier than some of Prey Dogs mods. You know, it just looks so good, especially 4090. You know, when you, if you have an RTX 4090 computer, if you're fortunate enough, uh, I personally can't recommend them enough, if you're, especially if you're really into VR, because it is it has completely changed my VR game as far as, you know, how good you can get those games re- running and looking. And yeah, it's, it's insane. Yeah. Okay. They were a little cheaper, but um, yeah, yeah. I do love mine. Yeah, uh, they're they're yeah. really expensive, but you know, uh, this is my thoughts on it. This is something I was going to talk about anyway for for 2022. So let's 23. just let's just do it. But now for 2022, as far as things that happened, like the RTX 4090, um, you know. Somebody asked me yesterday on my stream, they were like, what do you think is more important for clarity in VR, the headset or the GPU? At least in my experience, I think GPU is a, a big, big thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, There's so many things in VR. It's like, you know, you get better one angle than it's bottlenecked by the other. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And you make these different steps. Yeah, super sampling beyond the, the native res really does wonders, even in a lower res you can still get a lot squeeze a lot out of it oh yeah that that uh what is a widescreen what'd you what'd you what'd you the the flawless widescreen program that we're using on Uh, that you had pointed me toward in final fantasy 7 wow that that made a big difference yeah um so uh even uh on uh your previous stream on thursday you upscaled through Vorpex. Through Vorpex. And it made a huge difference on yeah. the, um, yeah. Yeah, because I was going to stream the original Dead Space for a comparison for the next day when I was going to, mm. you know. Mm. And uh, uh, I, for the life of me, could not get it to work on my new computer. I went through, like, all of these different things, um, I've several different uh, uh, solutions, because apparently it's really hard to get that game to run on new operating systems. And, uh, EA did that on purpose. They're like, "Oh man, you have yeah. to pay seventy dollars to upgrade." Oh darn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so and I I tried for three hours going back, and you know I t- and then Brand started shooting me all this stuff. I'm like, "No, I've done all of that," and we just kept trying, and we couldn't get. It's like, okay, I guess I'm going to do Black Mesa because it was one game I had uploaded on the or installed on the computer. I was like, I'll just do Black Mesa. I haven't played it in a while. I've wanted to, and I got in, and then I upgraded with the or the the resolution with the um in the mod itself or in the in the vorpex itself uh and it made a massive difference before i had to shrink the window down i had to it decrease the image zoom to have decent looking graphics on my old system but with this one it could easily handle just bumping it all the way up it's like native vr except for the image flicker on the gun that's still there but i yeah. just i don't notice you it you might want to hold off on playing black mesa uh, is something is. coming? You, I think you've told me that before, though. That was last well, year. <laughs> I don't know if it did, but um, so there is a version that they released before they made it a commercial product where they remade all the levels. Um, I don't, it doesn't have the, what's the, what's the last chapter? The Xeno? The Zen? Um, or, the Zen, yeah. 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 Mm. 
um, doesn't have that, but it has basically the entire game that they did um, and kind of gave it out on, what is it, ModDB. Um, and so that mm -hmm. was actually built for the normal Half-Life 2 version. So um, Ashok um, has been working on that and converting that, um, reworking some of the broken AI when importing to Half-Life 2 VR. Um, and so just finished like a first pass where the whole game right now is playable with Half-Life 2 VR. Wow. Um, so he does have a, a beta wow. that. That's, so he's that is awesome news. And stuff, but yeah. Yeah. So pretty much the entire game right now is playable. Um, with wow. that. So, yeah, he's going to keep working on that. Sweet. Um, well, that is really cool. I'm still probably going to play it because I'm having fun. So, sure. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I forgot how, how amazing that game is. It's just beautiful. It, yeah. And it, it's just so much fun, action packed. And, and it works, like I said, it works flawlessly in Vorpex. The only thing that you have is a little flicker with the guns. And of course, the guns and everything look massive. I mean, I know you can turn them off, but it just doesn't feel right not having a gun or like. Yeah. hearing the animation for your crowbar flying but not seeing anything you know <laughs> it's yeah, like that <laughs> which happened to yeah. you on the stream yeah i was like where's my where's my stuff i don't understand yeah. where's my guns all right well we found them um all right i've seen that there's a half-life 2 mod i've seen a couple streamers with the, the the vr version where people in the twitch screen like in the chat can actually spawn stuff so like before you get the half-life like before you get the crowbar or something like that, you know, if people donate enough, they can like spawn a head crab in there. And um, it uh, makes them for some uh, hilarious streams. You that's should, pretty awesome. You should, you should try that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't do Twitch. They'll start freaking out like, what are you doing? Like, hey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're like running around the room trying to dodge it. It's fun. Okay. So 2022. God, what a year. Um, We started off with my personal all-time favorite game ever, the Cyberpunk 2077 from Luke. I think that was in yeah. January, one of the very first games. Um, once again, 4090 has made all the difference there. I've got a great video on that. I'll maybe put a link in the description on how to optimize that game. To, you really bump up the resolution in that game. I can't take it quite all the way. I think with but AER. This is before This AR2. is before AER2, yeah. right. And that mm -hmm. is supposed to be coming in a couple of weeks. So yeah. um, I've been talking to him about that, that a lot. We might be able to do ray tracing and still hit Yeah, it. exactly. And, I mean, it, with crazy. what it did, did with uh, uh, Final Fantasy VII, I mean, one of the things I love about AER2, I know we're going to go back to that, um, is that I was able to take my index off and put my Rift S back on. I'm still getting 160 frames per second in the headset. And for a game like that mm. where you're sitting for long periods of time, the index for me is still just not comfortable enough. My face, mm. I'm, I'm constantly adjusting it. It hurts my forehead. It hurts my cheekbones. You know, mm. I'm top strap doing stuff with that all the time. And yeah, but the Rift S is just so light and comfortable. Yeah. But, you know, AER2 allows you to have these beautiful experiences even on a lower-end headset like the Rift S. So that's pretty cool. And so I'm really looking forward to that with Cyberpunk too. Also, when I'm streaming, you know, I can't use, for whatever reason, whenever I'm using a, got like Steam VR with Luke's mods, I can't get the this chat window to show up. I mean, I could get them pinned in the, in the VR, but as soon as Luke's mod starts with Steam VR, it goes away. Mm. I can't get in there. Mm. With Oculus, on the other hand, I can do that. So, <laughs> mm. Mm. Okay. 
but uh yeah we had that so yeah uh cyberpunk was amazing i have you played through that whole game in vr with luke's mod now yeah it's one of my is that to fran i mean that's one of my i was actually looking at you but he knows yeah okay yeah 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 he knows uh my stance on that (laughs) yeah it's it's amazing it feels like it was made for vr oh god i actually didn't play flat but um even some of the cutscenes where you're like, this is really yeah. immersive and interesting. I was thinking I might actually be bored if I was just watching it on a mm-hmm. flat screen, but just yeah. being able to like feel like you're talking to these people and um, it suddenly makes the story more interesting. Oh, and, God, yes. Know, there's just so much more to kind of take in and uh, immerse yourself in that world. It, yeah, um, yeah. Like, One of the it, places where I it agree. really, really hit me was uh when you go into lizzie's at the beginning to meet um uh evelyn and you go into that little room and there's a stripper on the tail of the hologram and she's in there and she just lights of course, her Craig, that yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she lights her cigarette you know and then she just kind of walks over and sits by you and you're sitting on that th- and it's just mm-hmm. you just feel like you are in this incredible movie you know and because yeah. the acting and everything is so good in that game it uh, yeah i love it yeah and I find myself in, and if an NPC talks to me and they're talking, I find myself that I'm actually looking around while they're talking and I'm like, I'm in the room with them, kind of like when we have a conversation and sometimes you kind of look away for a second and it's just there and it's so believable. There's something so believable about it. Yeah. Yeah. I think that will be fun with um, eye tracking. Devs could do a bit with that where mm-hmm. if, if you start looking away they'll be like hey are you listening to me yeah <laughs> that kind of thing where, or yeah, stop like, looking oh, at my no. tits <laughs> <laughs> that's something that actually dr greg vr suggested when we talked to who did we talk to and you said about the um ai and chat gpt yeah we were talking about talking to can, fm pone about that yeah about putting pone. yeah talking about using something like chat gpt attaching that to the to the in pcs so that you could have like real conversations with them you know the the technology has a little bit to go as far as to be able to get up to speed that you need for that to feel natural and fluid but i think that's a possibility for games in the future is exciting yeah i mean i think it is you have you have that side of things and then even game creation where um you can i mean already now like unreal engine is super nice for creating um kind of templates for landscapes you want procedurally generating more kind of in that area but i think you'll be able to kind of create you know five things and then turn that into 50 you know with with ai stretching that and so um it'll really help even indie devs be able to get a lot more with their small teams and um yeah yeah you know just think about asset creation you know ai could do a lot of that for you so it's it's crazy to see how fast that stuff is moving it's it's yeah yeah. i mean it's just insane the 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 leaps and bounds it's taken just the last couple years just in like art generation still can't do hands but (laughs) yeah we'll get there there you go right that's that's a hand (laughs) hey hands are hard yeah Yeah, exactly (laughs) Uh, okay, the, the next thing, the other two things we had that happened right at the beginning of last year was Prey Dogs mods, the RE mods. Um, 
I think that's actually the first time I ever talked to you, Elliot, is when I was streaming uh, Resident Evil 2. Yeah, I think I think that just had come out. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I, ha I had it the day before it launched. Mm, and uh, okay. yeah, yeah, so that's when I was streaming it and uh, just to try to get ahead. And then Rand had a video that just freaking blew up. Some some uh, did some yeah. some magazine bought or picked it up and posted it, and I, you got mm. like what like seventeen thousand views on that or something like that. Yeah, I mean, right. For us, that's yeah, blowing up. That's little guys. I was like, oh, yeah, 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 that's awesome. I, made I was uh, jealous. I even told him, I was like, dude, I'm kind of jealous. Yeah, <laughs> I had to install it, and that that went semi viral not real viral not real viral no for me no. it was like oh my god greg yeah kids. <laughs> viral no there's a pun somewhere in there <laughs> yeah. are i don't know <laughs> uh moving on <laughs> yeah um, yeah oh. so that was that was prey dog basically just um doing magic showing what's possible um mm -hmm. and then and then he comes out with the unreal um, yes which i think yeah. will be the biggest thing the vr modding community has ever seen i think it's uh, gonna be the biggest thing seen. vr has seen for a long yeah, long time i think it's as change. big as the it's quest too already i've gotten multiple like actual developers reaching out like hey can you try it on my game um that's awesome like, this is i think even even the um potential of just devs trying their game in vr and yeah. saying like hey this actually works well i'm hoping i'm hoping more um devs will try it out see how well it works and actually make an official mode and help you know help push things from the official side too because um i think especially with playstation vr2 coming out um there's going to be a lot of demand for good quality games in vr and if if this yeah. can help um, show just how close you can be to an experience, and then yeah, put put some more work, get motion controls and that kind of thing in it, but um, yeah, but just how well the game does work. Yeah, um, I I can't imagine like a developer like even guys at CDPR or something like Cyberpunk if they haven't tried it or whatever, and then all of a sudden they go in and they see what their game could be. I you know it, it's just no comparison. I mean, I, I can't go back to flat when I've tried it, and so. Yeah. It's hard to imagine sure. them saying like I'm okay with just not going this direction because it is such a game changer. Yeah. And I think accessibility has been tough just cuz um not everybody has a 4090 and mm -hmm. um yeah. so it's hard to go mainstream with but um but with the PSVR2 that's essentially like a RTX 3060 I think around that. So I think um 3060 maybe 3070 i'm not sure but it's around that range so if you're targeting like a pc game um that's already at the high end of like what you could actually expect from a pc owner to have so you would at least try to support much lower than that but that yeah. being kind of that no they at least have that power because it's um playstation 5 i think that's gonna open the door to devs being a bit more free with what they target and hopefully those same games will get pc vr ports too um, do, do you think uh yeah as i say do, how, i, I want to know one i'm wondering how how much they're going to adopt the ability to just even do hybrid games 
just something like where you could put it be in VR and sit and play with your gamepad type games. Um, I was really curious because I think there was a rumor that went out. A couple of news sources said that like PlayStation is getting into the the hybrid game. Mm-hmm. Did you hear anything about that? Well, I mean, they had talked it about was like it. a news story that went around, and I was like, where did this actually come from? Yeah, so yeah, they had talked about it at the beginning, then, but it actually, I think, was mostly a mis translation unfortunately i found the source of what oh. they were talking about and um it was at one of the gdc talking about um one of their um compatibility layers and just what could um happen with like um being able to also have a vr mode to your game but it it wasn't necessarily sony saying we're gonna invest okay. money and push developers to do this it's just um you know, this is an option um, if you want to also do what it sounds like, like Resident Evil 4 having the VR content. Mm. I mean, I, I hope I hope I'm wrong because I would love to see more of that too. But um, but I think some of the some of that was something that people kind of ran with in the wrong direction and um, it wasn't exactly backed by what was actually said there. But yeah, anyway. yeah, because because uh, they said, well, this was actually on the official thing with Resident Evil Four, um, when they were doing the um, when they were given they were the first launch trailer. It said down at the bottom something about the PSVR two, but I think it said something more like a PSVR two experience. You know, I don't. So I'm yeah, wondering said, that one says cunt. What is it? PSVR 2 content or yeah, something along the lines of it could be, I wonder too, um, some people are wondering, is it just um, Oculus has a exclusive on that? And then once that runs out, then they could be like, Hey, here's the full like game in VR 2 and they just can't say it right now. Or I don't know. um, Maybe it's just the mercenary mode and that's all we get. Yeah. um, Something like that. That's what I'm thinking. It's going to be like a, It's going to be like a mini game or something in the game Um, because I haven't seen anything and you would think by now it's going to be out in a couple months. Was it March? Is that when or March or April? I can't remember what, when it's coming out, but I mean, you would think they would have like a first person. When did, um, when did RE4 come out for Oculus? Oh gosh. If if they had like a a year exclusive or something. I wonder if yeah, I'm pretty um, sure it was an April release. In April that would run out. Yeah, and then they'll be like, okay, we are producing. I mean, yeah, because you know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, they could they could do a third person VR, but I would think that you know, since they already did first person for Resident Evil with the Oculus, I think they would want to do that uh, or with the Quest. Um, I think they would want to do that with. Yeah, uh, I mean, they they were throwing in third person on. Well, they're first-person games too, so it's not mm-hmm. crazy to think they would then later add yeah. like a first-person mode back in our third-person game. Yeah, we'll see. See what happens. That's a, that's one I'm really interested in. I, I, my very first experience really with Resident Evil Four was the VR game on the Quest, the and Quest. I absolutely loved it. It was a lot of fun. God, that game was so fast-paced and just you know just action, action, action. I loved it. <laughs> not your typical RE game, at least not yeah. what I knew, but. But at least Praydog has already said he plans on supporting it when it comes out. Oh so yeah, I that, I kind of figured that would be a no brainer too. Yeah, since he already has the framework, I'm, it probably wouldn't take too much for him to get that up and running. 
Well, for the normal person, it would. Yeah, no, well, yeah, for, for yeah, but Prey Dog, he's like, uh, <laughs> he probably just, he just thinks about it. He's, he's not human. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he is. I think he's an AI. <laughs> very, very like. But Luke Ross, too. I think he's also an yeah. AI. I listen to you, you and Luke go back and forth with that one email chain that we're in. And I'm like, yeah. I have no idea what these guys are talking about. <laughs> It's like I, the it's like, <laughs> I I just know a fraction of the, they're digging into stuff that um, I mean even even Nvidia themselves I was talking last week to them um, about some stuff I was curious if the remix the um, new modding platform we saw um, Portal come out with that um, oh yeah I was just asking like what's what's the VR potential with that, could we actually build a VR mod with that? So, um, and video was really cool. Had me talk to a bunch of the people working on it. Um, unfortunately, right now it doesn't sound like that. You can actually import any of the games that work with that back into Omniverse and see the world in VR, but it's just not playable at that point. Mm. Um, but that could be something that's like modded on top of Omniverse to add. Um, VR support and that would support anything Omniverse does, like anything Remix does. Um, so that could be pretty fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but but anyway, so they were they saw some of like what Pure Dark is doing with DLSS. Yes, like, I was going to ask you about that. Um, yeah. And they're just mm. blown away. I think they might even um, try to hook them up and try to get them a copy of the DLSS three um, SDK early. That should be out but, any yeah. time now, shouldn't it? DLSS 3? Yeah, so yeah, they said it's, um, since it's the first to market as far as like a frame generation, um, they are being very careful of who they give it out to. They said so far, yeah. every game that's added it, it's actually been an NVIDIA employee that's like helped one-on-one, -on -one, hands-on add it to their game. So they're not at the point they're just like giving it out yet, but they are looking at, especially pure dark's work um and and seeing if maybe they can kind of partner with him to um ah, at least the cat trust trust him within their hands i think uh, the cat's pulling stuff yes they're being assholes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can get one of those cool shirts vr modcast yeah the modcast vr it's in a merch store ah. <laughs> I need one. Cool. yeah see we've got look we even got, got mugs <laughs> Just have a boring old cup. <laughs> well, I also have the mm. bottle of dimensions here, which you usually see a green bottle, but when I do this, it's going to be the bottle of dimensions. Because <laughs> <laughs> I've got a green bottle screen behind. Yes, I use this when I stream all the time. And so it's, it's green, and I always have the green screen on. It always just looks like yeah. an orange cap. But I'm <laughs> uh, that's fun. <laughs> Invisible drink. Yeah. Yep. Um, cool. Um, yeah. yeah, so that, that, uh, uh, DLSS. Um, now I, I know I saw you saying something about that with uh, with uh, Resident Evil Two. I've seen some video. That's yeah. not included in the mod, though, right? That's not there yet. Not yet. So he ran into a few stability issues and has just been pretty busy with um, the Unreal Engine. I think he, he kind of put that on the back burner for a little yeah. bit because um, it is. DLSS is hard to get working. You need a pretty tight integration to the actual game itself. You need um, motion vectors, which is 
kind of the data version of where things are moving so you can make calculations better. And then that depth buffer, which is what you use Rand for um, 3D, um, like the reshade 3D. So it has yeah. calculations where things are so you can calculate yeah. lighting and that kind of stuff. But it's used for the frame generation also of, you know, if you're moving, here's what it looks like in 3D space and you can calculate those things yeah. better. Um, and then it needs something called jitter where it's constantly moving back and forth so you can actually see like where a curve or where a line is on on something um to know how to process the um it's it's sort of a it's a version of like TAA which is um the newer version of of that to use like temporal um data so it's like the the frame before to know how to calculate that but if you're, if you're doing things like jitter and having more information about that you can then say <sighs> here's this line exactly where it is. I should smooth it here and not just add grease over the whole scene. <laughs> you know, that's mm -hmm. um, what some bad implementations just look like. It's like a smear of Vaseline over the screen, um, but it very smartly like targets the areas that need it and then doesn't hit other areas. So um, it is harder to implement. That's what's really impressive of what Pure Dark has done. Um, wow. And actually, I didn't know. So Luke Ross was kind of the first to even dig into it. So his fix for um, Red Dead Redemption 2 was actually really digging into the depths of how DLSS 2 works. And then because um, when it's doing alternate eye rendering, since it's temporal, since it uses like the previous frame to decide how to do all its calculations on that mm -hmm. one frame, if the screen adjusted when it does alternate eye, then it's using false data. Like it's not using the right data to make that calculation for the next one. So you have to split it. So it's like only calculating on every other frame for that right eye and then oh, only wow. calculating for every other frame on the left eye. And then it's able to pro like properly do it. So yeah. that takes even a deeper, he said he didn't wish it on yeah. his worst enemy yeah. the way he did it. Um, I was talking I, to him I, about that and he said something about how especially with Red Dead 2, he had to do that for pretty much every object in the game. It was different for every every object. <laughs> wow. Yeah. <laughs> so... All kinds of wow. things. Uh, yeah. So that's um, wow. kind of how complex it can be. Pure Dark has, um, has done some amazing things. I think we'll see more ability to, like, Prey Dog already understood the RE engine pretty well, so he was able to know kind of where data is coming from, how to grab those motion vectors and that kind of thing. Um, and then I think we could possibly see like maybe a universal Unreal Engine or a universal Unity just because the engine should work mostly the the same. I think theoretically that would be possible. Something even Predict said he might look into it you know, on his well, free time. Yeah. <laughs> you know, when, when that first checklist and when, when it releases, I, he's, he wasn't going to wait till like to even look into that first, but yeah, um, because wow. engines share similarities and, um, you know, once he's already that knowledgeable about the inner workings of the engine. Um, so you just be able to use it for any engine? Because that would be pretty incredible. <laughs> any engine? No. no okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's that's back to where I said even like right now for DLSS three implementation, like n they said no developer has just like added it themselves. They're mm -hmm. 
NVIDIA is having to like one-on-one help like add it and work yeah. with them in this way. Um, I had read, uh, was it Luke uh, was saying something about, I think in, with his AER2, how it's going to actually work with DLSS3 because he didn't touch DLSS3 or something like that. But I maybe. I think. I, I can't remember exact. He, yeah. Yeah, I think it's a bit more complicated if you're doing alternate eye rendering and then that previous frame. Um, was a generated frame, then you're not actually going to get an accurate of what should be like yeah. in the right eye, because um, it would be in between the two. So I'm not actually sure that could work. I think, um, I think like if I think theoretically, like implementation, kind of like what he did for Red Dead Redemption. If it knew the alternating frames, like one and three, he could still have his method. And then you built like DLSS three on top of that. And it actually knew like, here's the right eyes, here's the left eyes. Um, and it's like all, you know, one, three, um, five, seven, you know, like it counted alternately to just process on those theoretically yeah. that was possible. I, th I think he was just saying, since it's a different technology, like stuff like that in theory could work. Um, That'd be interesting. I, oh, out of the box, like his um, Spider-Man mod doesn't work with the frame generation. The DLSS three frame generation, those don't work together right now. So I think it would just be more work. Um, yeah, you know, I never, oh. I never tested uh, after this latest mod. I never tested uh, uh, on my twenty eighty. Um, Super Final Fantasy VII with alternating eye rendering. Did he get that hammered out now so it's working with a yeah, lower end cards? Can. Yeah, I. I need to try that again because it I was not working at all for me when I and mm -hmm. and uh, um, Beardo Benjo was having the same problem with Spider Man on his forty ninety, and he I was talking to him about it, and we were having the exact same problem that I was having on my twenty eighty Super. Uh, where it would just bog down the frame rates really bad, and there was a lot of screen tearing and graphical distortions everywhere, and big black boxes mm -hmm. around everything. And uh, so, but I think you had said something in a, in the email chain about um, it possibly being the the LED lights from the uh, motherboard, some type uh, of that a... was actually specific to me. I was kind of like oh. saying it's amazing how. Um these niche things, but um, can cause issues. Um, actually, for the longest time, yeah, it was horrible performance. And then it was the it was the LED light system on my motherboard that controlled the lighting that was just um, screwing with it somehow. And then I looked in, um, apparently a ton of other people were saying the same thing with other like games. But yeah, it's just kind of pointing to the complications of when you're trying to build something that's so complex and working against so many things and then you release it to um the world with so many different setups like people have mm -hmm. different setups yeah. one little thing like who would have ever thought the led system on it right that's the cause of the problem but then sure enough like that that was it um yeah that's that's what's hard and um i think some of some of like what blue cross is fighting against are these hard limits like when you have frame times um you have only a certain amount of time to generate a whole frame um to hit the frame rate 
um, in time before like you start moving your head and it just everything's delayed and it's just a horrible experience that kind of makes you sick in VR. So like PC VR or sorry, just normal like PC gaming, you can be a little bit more generous by allowing longer frame times without, um, you know, there's just a, a bit more latency when you're playing and that's fine in VR, you really notice that a bit more. Um, and so mm -hmm. like the process of AR2, if your frame times are too long, um, then that kind of defeats the whole purpose because like it's very laggy feeling even if it is generating like 90 frames per second if if the lag is there then that's not good either mm -hmm. so you have to i don't know it is a very complex thing because you have the frame times have to be low enough plus you're hitting the the frame rate um that you went to and like most compositors if the frame time gets too high it'll just cut it in half like go if you're at 90 hertz it'll just jump it and hard hard lock it at 45 frames per second even if you don't have like motion smoothing or anything on um just because uh it knows that it's a bad experience if you've got those like crazy wow um adding that much latency to the headset but yeah anyway he's all that to say he's doing magic like trying to yeah. attempt to tackle that from that end and um it really is a game changer when um when it works and i've seen that in my games it's a world of difference. Oh, like it, feels, it doesn't feel like ar smooth. at all it does not yeah no i mean yeah. the only thing yeah. that i'll notice occasionally and i think this is that that illusion that you see with it because i can't it doesn't show up on my recordings but i'll see it was every now and again i'll see that a, a little bit of that extra or yeah and, and it's like it's the, but you hardly ever see it especially the only time it really stands out is if you're in really bright lit areas like you're outside mm -hmm. but like if you're in a dark area you don't see it at all it, it the everything feels so solid and real especially yeah. after we did all those fixes and tweaks from the guy that you put out and then i just made a video yeah. kind of explaining cool. it yeah, that yeah. really changed that changed it because the fsr or the the aer2 uh when I did it without all of that stuff, it made a huge difference. You could feel how smooth everything was, but everything felt like kind of flattish and not real. It, it did mm. something that changed the graphics. I can't really describe it, but it just didn't feel quite right. And then when we did all those different tweaks and got that resolution way up mm. Uh, mm. and then put in the reshade, you know, and did the changes there, it, just, it yeah. it's beautiful now. Cool. So, yeah. yeah. It's a really cool game. Yeah. It is. I, I didn't think I would like it. I, I never played like a Final Fantasy Super Nintendo, um, Final Fantasy 3 maybe. Um, anyway, it was one of, you know, the originals and that was fun. I never really got into it, but I've been very like sucked in. It's, it's really fun. They did a really good job with like real-time battles and mm -hmm. then you can also play kind of the equivalent of um, turn-based two where you're, you know, working all your spells and stuff like that. Yeah. I love, I love the combination of the two systems with that game. They yeah. really nailed it because I mean, even though I still, I'm just a huge fanboy of the original game. Uh, I played through that one mm. so many times and I love that turn-based battle, but with this one where you get in there and you've got all of the action with it, it's a really nice way to keep you involved in the battles yeah. and, you know, and you, but you know, and after you really get it down, you realize you still have that time when you when you're pausing and you're looking at your spells, and you can still have all that time to strategize how you're going to do things and who you're going to yeah. use. It's it's really really cool. It's a good mix. Yeah. Have you played it, Fran? No, I I'm not a 
I haven't played that Final enough. Fantasy VII. <laughs> yeah, I am not. Uh, turn based. I'm not. I'm not a big fan of. Uh, you might. You um, might be surprised if you actually dug into it. I know it, that, that you, system. It like has enough. Like you were saying, it has enough of it. Um, but then combination has enough kind of that non-step action where um, people that would just be bored normally, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're all ADD in this. Give <laughs> 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 me, me fast action. That's um, right. That's yeah. right. Yeah. We all turn ADHD and we're like, I need that. I can't have anything below 60 frames per second. <laughs> yeah, I know. Emulation. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I was like that. Uh, we were in chiropractic conventions we would talk about that kind of stuff about kids that they say are adhd it was like they say they can't focus or hold their attention but it's because things are so slow in class you put them in front of like a you know 60 frame per second video game and you'll never get their attention on that thing yeah i cannot (laughs) wait for like ar and vr has so much potential in um education education absolutely yeah Yeah. i um i mean i was i was the kid who learned hands-on so much better like infinitely better than reading something in a book and it mm-hmm. like, reread the same page over and over again. Um, and, and then like you give me something to put my hands on and boom, like, Oh, that makes so much sense. Or, you know, yeah. and I think, um, it's incredible what we could do with whole classroom programs. Oh yeah. Uh, or things like history. That. Yeah. Yeah. Know, experience the event. You're going to yeah. remember it yeah. a hell of a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, you want to learn. We want to want to learn. You want you will want yeah. to go in and check about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so cool. Definitely. Okay, so uh, also this year we had uh, well, Doctor Bebop uh, did the raft. That was a big one. That was a big mm-hmm. mod, and he keeps adding to that. They've got mm-hmm. the multiplayer working really well on that now. The way I understand it, yeah, sync tans and um, yeah. yeah, yeah, which I is mean, no it's, small it's, feat. It's like a native. VR game at this point. Um, he's done an incredible job. Yeah, he really uh, has. That game, I, I did not do well at it. I didn't play it very much because I, I, <laughs> like, I, I ended up dying. The shark ate me. It was all... <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was enough for me. I'm terrified of sharks. <laughs> uh, it's, it's fun, though. I, I started to play with my brother. I need to... Um, I think, yeah, I think it would be more fun multiplayer for sure. Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, that's always the case. I keep hoping beyond hope that some genius out there is gonna mod multiplayer into cyberpunk <laughs> i just don't know I, I saw some working demos yeah um, ages ago yeah. ages ago. yeah i know i know i don't know why it was dropped and i don't know it it um so cd project red has been pretty good with um encouraging modding and they even mm-hmm. hired that um team to develop continue to develop the sdk around that i i can almost imagine if somebody was working on multiplayer they could help at least some like you know helping to put some of the same hooks that yeah i mean even if that happened but oh my gosh it's a big task if you look at what it took to get um what is it skyrim even the skyrim multiplayer mod that took what seven years like in the making so it's yeah it's a pretty big modding project especially when it's a single player game and has all these quest systems and all kinds of stuff you need yeah. to think. It's not just like, oh, I see your character, but if you actually want it to, so you play through the story together, that's that's kind of a different task. Yeah, um, recently, uh, 
remember I had talked about, I think this is on our first show. Even I talked about how uh, dying light was broken. I couldn't get it mm. to work anymore. I did figure out later on, by the way, that it wasn't the game that was broken. It's just that. You it's only, you, Greg. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. You have to, you have to, when it's doing the things that was doing to me, you have to just reset your play space and mm. then it works. Because I started, I started streaming it with the Quest Two. I was like, "Why is it working with the Quest Two, but it won't work with the Rift S?" Yeah. And uh, mm. then I started realizing it was the play space thing. I did that, and now it works. But that takes me to the, the uh, multiplayer part. Uh, we've got that functioning. By the way, if you're playing modded and if you're playing with the, uh, this is just information for people out there. And if you're playing with the uh, the HUD mod, which you pretty much have to have. To play in VR because you can't see the HUD at all, and it's really uncomfortable, not fun to play. But this just shrinks it down really nice, so you can see everything, and the menus are smaller, so they're a lot easier to read and stuff. Um, yeah, you have to share your Service Pack three, so you have to have the same one of those, uh, or the Data Pack, Data Pack three. Data uh, Pack, yeah. And I, I yeah. sent a link to you, Vran. I know for that, but but yeah, you all have to have that same Data Pack, or you won't be able to play a multiplayer. So just just the information, but once again, back to the multiplayer. <laughs> um, you know, you could do that with Cyberpunk, I would think, with because with the way multiplayer works, the way we've been doing it in Dying Light is the quest is the same. You can just pick up the same stuff. You know, so like if I see an axe on the ground or like a, something that's a quest item, I pick it up and it's there for the other person too to pick up. So mm. you know, I think that would work. Still crazy amounts of work. I know that uh, yeah. people are adding it to Zelda Breath of the Wild right now, and um, it's just amazing how much like little stuff you forget about until you actually try to play it, and you're like, "Oh, that's broken. That's broken." Like yeah. I don't know. It's like it's kind of what I say about VR modding. It takes like ninety, like ten percent of the work to get ninety percent of the way there, and then um, then ninety percent mm. of the work to get the, the mm -hmm. rest. The the other. 10% and that's why I think some people um, I guess the only downside I've seen about some of the mods that we've put out is it can make people even feel more entitled like devs give us this mod like modders yes. did it you know yeah. um, and and there is a there is a higher um, if you're going to release it officially there is like a higher quality standard not saying devs shouldn't <laughs> but i mean but it is a very complex decision of you know is this is this going to make sense for us as a cost effectiveness or, is a huge um, thing yeah yeah, yeah. And, and, oh, yeah. i mean yeah. i'd love to see that happen more and more but um people also understand that um that like the little things that people get annoyed with even like hitman 3 it's um that's that's the kind of thing where right now like i would say it's in kind of the state of a of a good mod um, like it feels, it feels kind of like a, a mod basically. Like it doesn't have room scaling, it doesn't have certain features, but it's, you know, certainly, um, like if you ignore stuff, you can still have a lot of fun with it. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, um, but even then, like it's, it got kind of heavily review bombed. And Did stuff you like say that. somebody um, was working on fixing yeah. some of that stuff? Somebody's there, modding it? Uh, originally, like Prey Dog was sticking into it and was thinking about doing, um, a mod and that was before he got really busy with unreal yeah. engine so yeah i'm not sure if he is somebody else is using some of the existing modding framework to fix certain things i think the um the room scaling is the big thing a lot of people 
want so that's basically right now if you move you'll kind of move out of his body um in oh real life. So yeah yeah he's staying in the middle you can move around and look around but like if you move too far you realize like his body's still over there and so you can recenter and it kind of like teleports you back to the yeah. you couldn't do spot, that but it, you can't actually <laughs> you didn't have that problem with playstation because you moved your head yeah, a tiny no, bit you got that your... stupid blue thing all around you yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, go yeah, back exactly. to your center space <laughs> yeah god that was a exactly. terrible terrible exactly. port <laughs> um so that's the one thing i think the modder i'm not sure if the modder who's who's fixing up stuff would know how to do like solve that one thing i think someone like prey dog who uh knows reverse engineering a bit better might have to do that so who knows maybe one day we'll we'll tackle that um i mean i, I still you you know i think you're kind of in common like there's still a lot of fun to have in seated vr yeah um, and sometimes sometimes yeah. you can like last a lot longer in a play session where you know once you're sitting on a co cozy chair mm -hmm. and just My. being lost in the world um <laughs> like you almost forget about your body and you're almost like in some ways more immersed yeah. because you're completely like visually thinking and you're letting your imagination feel like you're yeah totally I, in that world i, and, I um, wish i could strangle people and just get that into there just like oh, just try yeah. it stop telling me it's like putting a tv on your head because it's not yeah <laughs> yeah I recently even did a third person game. Yeah, even a third person. Yeah, game. it doesn't matter. It's so it's cool. First, like, yeah, go for it. Go ahead. Uh, on our stream, Greg, the other day, we had a conversation with someone that said, "Well, um, uh, that space should be first person." I was like, "Doesn't Not need every to be. game should be first person." It still would love be. it, but yeah, <laughs> it doesn't need to. Uh, be. Yeah. <laughs> but there's something about. But does it? Does it like? But would you still have fun with Dead Space in complete VR, sixth off VR, being able to look around, absolutely, and everything be perfect, stereoscopic, oh my gosh, and like, yeah. yes, yeah. it would still be amazing. So I think, oh. yeah, I think there is this kind of like, if it doesn't have all these features, then it just shouldn't be yeah. done. And I think um, mm -hmm. it's That's mainly wrong. because people haven't gotten a chance to try it. I'm hoping, I, yeah. I'm hoping Prey Dogs mod helps um, that a bit because there are so many games that are so great. Like even out of the box, you don't have to touch anything. I mean, I'm excited yeah. to see what people mod on top of it, add motion controls to games and that kind of thing. But um, yeah. even right now, I mean, um, like Jedi Fallen Order is so immersive. The I graphics bet. are incredible. Yeah. And um, you can play for first person or third, but, um, but it's, it's just a incredibly immersive experience, even in third person. Uh, well, like Final yeah. Fantasy VII too. I was, I was, yeah. I've talked about that on my stream. How cool it is to just be back there and look and see your characters and just be in there with them. Yeah. You know, it's like when you were a kid 100%. and you would take your toys and you would play with them like this. You know, Walker. It's kind of yeah. like that. You know, you're, you. It you, is. It is. <laughs> so it's. I don't know. Actually, yeah. I switched to like I like to do a first person when I'm in the cities on Final Fantasy, I switch to a first person and um, walk around and explore and look around and stuff. Um, that's like really immersive. But then when I'm playing, um, I think third person would probably work better than first person ever. Final Fantasy seven, you can switch to first person. I'll have to show. Yeah. I mean, I, that was kind of, um, he said it wasn't an option, but if you zoom it all the way and then yeah. um, you, the universal unreal injector um uuu 
Oh, lets the, you hide the player character. Okay, so if you okay. zoom in all the way and then use that to hide the player character, um, it feels so just like yeah. a I'm talking. Yeah, I'm talking about Luke Ross's mod. So no, that's what I'm saying. Oh, Using okay. Luke Ross's, um, even that you can create like yeah. a first person that works really well with that. Huh. Interesting. I mean, even Horizon Zero Dawn, I prefer to play third person because I'm like you know, as an animator, I want to see all that work that was done and i can still look around and i'm still in this world mm -hmm. and i'm just, yeah i need to try that, you see that computer did you see that video I, I showed yesterday of super 1337 yeah with the slashing yeah. through yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i mean some of those just look so like um artistically um stylized that it's yeah. just yeah really fun to watch um and um yes it would be a fun game if it was really done well and it was also first person and you could you know kind of blade and sorcerer style um yeah. do all that but i mean it's it's different at that point it's a different game and so like there's a place for that and then there's also um there's also a place like i had just a lot of fun <laughs> like playing with that in the third person mode and just visually taking everything in it was um taking really exactly cool yeah that should be our shirt Take everything. Yeah, in. there you go. Doesn't matter <laughs> if it's third person, first person. That's too much. Just take everything in. That just keep it simple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're doing slogans here. <laughs> if you start adding yes. too much, it gets ridiculous. <laughs> Elliot knows this. He's the marketing man. <laughs> hey, you had mentioned a little something a little bit earlier about uh, this is one of my most anticipated mods is uh, Breath of the Wild. Uh, how's that one mm -hmm. coming along? Do you know? Have you talked to that guy at all? Uh, yeah, yeah. We keep in touch. I, um, he, is very. I guess, um, he's doing a a lot. So like he's, a lot of like the Breath of the Wild mods he's done. Um, he's worked on Semu itself quite a bit and improved things. And so like VR isn't his main focus. So he, um just kind of jumps on that for a while as he's like it's in a pretty awesome state even when i last played it this is like a year and a half ago and i think he just has a high standard i think he does want to um like when it does release he he feels good about it like i think it could have been something that released even like a year and a half ago and a lot of people would still have a lot of fun with it mm -hmm. um, but um but that's fine it's his thing so um i he did say he thought like it should be out before the the sequel comes out. Um, that's like, this year. That that's yeah. So that's his that's his goal. We'll see. That'd be but great. Then, um, uh, yeah, that would. Yeah, that's yeah. A, I've never played the game. I've watched my son play it. And I was like, this looks awesome. like it would be amazing in VR. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, even third person. Way. But this is first person, isn't it? Is he... Well, it's kind of like Luke Ross. You can switch between the two. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Um, but yeah, no, it's. I mean, it's up there is one of my all-time favorite games. It's nice. it's incredible. Like they, it's kind of like I don't know. It's it's one of the. It's kind of like playing VR and then having to go to flat screen. When I play that, um, and then even going back to like vanilla Skyrim, it feels so um, limiting because Breath of the Wild, like anything you see, you can climb. Mm -hmm. You can um, like it's all physics based. If you see a rock, like roll it down the hill or you know, create something crazy by stringing balloons to it and then create a flying machine. Or, yeah. I don't know. It just gives you this like freedom 
with an open world that um, really the whole time you're playing, you're thinking like, how can I not just even do something that they intended to do, but what's like, what's something I could do in this game? Like, what if I did this? You know, like trying out certain things. It gives you that um, different way of kind of tackling problems that I think um, a game that's built around a good like physics engine allows you to do. And, um, does he have that pretty well. motion controls? Is he putting that in, or is it going to be gamepad? Mm, gamepad is the plan right now. That's fine uh, with me. With, <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. Yeah. there's a lot. Yeah. I would think people talk about motion controls in games like Cyberpunk or motion controls in games like uh, uh, Dying Light. And I'm like, God, there's just so much you do with the gamepad. I think I, pref- I yeah. have no problem playing with a gamepad with those games. You know, this... Have you played... Um... I think I think there probably is a m- more place than we've done so far as kind of an intermediate of like the gesture controls. Um, I haven't done anything like, with those yet. It's kind of like what even Zelda Skyward Sword did, where like yeah, you swing it left, yeah, right, yeah. You know, up, down, and and mm-hmm. you still get that swing to it, but you don't necessarily have that perfect one to one, you know, and um, that's way easier to implement so i think we might see more games um have that but yeah who knows i i'm really hoping especially when prey dogs mod comes out that um a lot of other people will jump in and and want to help build whole motion controls on type of stuff pretty excited about um the hogwarts legacy coming out yes yeah a week or two um because that should work with prey dogs mod um, oh my god and i'm i'm a big harry potter fan so like being able to walk through that uh castle even if that's all it is even if i just get a walk through that thing and in, in yeah. vr and take in all the detail because <laughs> it looks like there's so much detail in it um i'm gonna be very happy but um but yeah i'll probably dabble in some some mods on top of that but I, like yeah it should it should work um even in its current state awesome Oh, so let's good. see. We had so Riku Parda. He he uh, was killing it this year too. He, he had like what three mods come out? It's like uh, was it Neon White? Is that the one, name of the one Neon mod? White. Yeah, the latest uh, one. Stanley Parable. Yeah. And then he did what is it? Hardship Breaker. He did. Oh yeah, he did something with the uh, with the trombone. <laughs> I don't know what. That... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really funny. I've seen some pretty hilarious videos come out from it. It's uh, certainly a lot of mean potential, but it also, um, it feels good to to play. It's like you're really playing a trombone. I need um, to try that. I haven't tried that one. Yeah, it's it's really fun. (laughs) Yeah, he he picks really interesting games to mod. I mean, most games I would never even consider playing. But, you know, for me, if it's in VR, I'll give it a shot because I usually yeah. like it better yeah. anyway. But I, I haven't tried the Neon White yet. Uh, Stanley Parable was hilarious. Mm-hmm. That, that was a good a time. Dry humor. It's, it's really yeah. funny. Uh, Neon White is, yeah, I think that that's his favorite. I haven't had time to play it as much as I want, but it's really addicting that, um, like, that speedrunner type um, thing where you feel just like a badass running through the levels, pulling off, you know, new records. Um, and, 
it feels really good. Everything feels really solid in VR, and um, surprisingly, don't get motion sick playing it. Um, even so, I think, mm. um, I think he did a, a really good job on that. Um, Hellsinger, have you played that yet? I have not. That's the that's, that's the rhythm fun. the rhythm game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know Ben really did a video fun. on that. I yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I. Um, like. I don't know the the roots. I come I actually started getting into the modding scene with starting the the Beat Saber community. So that's mm-hmm. that tells you something with my roots of rhythm games. But yeah. I really want a um, until you fall rhythm game. Like I think that would if you took until you fall built like a Skyrim world out of it, and then even had yeah. like a rhythm game elements where you're dodging and you know slashing to the rhythm. I think. Uh, yeah, it, uh, I've what, got my list of dream games. What, what if somebody did something? It's that that Joyway. They uh, did, yeah, they did. Yeah, was yeah, it? Yeah. I can't remember the name of the game. I never played it. Uh, I, I downloaded it against. against. There you go. Yeah, because yeah, they had like shooting yeah. and swinging oh, the no, sword, like, and, like the black and white mm-hmm. kind of kind of a noir yeah. look to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. noir. Yeah, yeah. We had FM Pwn this year. Launched uh, the long-awaited Levitation, which is one of the most amazing things I've ever played in as, for, a, as a Half-Life mod. Yeah. yeah, just like that—that that almost being able to play Half-Life Alex over again. Like if you could get yeah. that opportunity, which um, is like pretty awesome. And, and it, it had a, d- a good uh, amount of difficulty to it, which I loved. Yeah, um, you know, because Alex was even on oh. hard was just—it's just too easy. Uh, I played by when I I streamed uh, Levitation when it came out, and I I put it on hard mode. It's like, well, I wanted I wanted it as hard as I could get it, and uh, so I put it on there. And uh, yeah, I I had I almost rage quit at the second to the last boss. You know where you have all those lasers and those damn man hacks coming from everywhere. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's really hard on hard. <laughs> I was thinking this. Whenever I see difficulty modes, did you ever play the original Wolfenstein 3D? Uh no, I did not. I did okay. not. No. Those were I forget the the difficulty names, but it's like the easy was called like Daddy, can I play? Yeah. And, had like a pacifier <laughs> and then like <laughs> the other ones it was just like Death Incarnate. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, yeah. I was, uh, and then once I beat that 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 boss, where I finally got through it. I got down to the bottom and I had like one tick of health left and the mm-hmm. little, the little station on that mode that has the bug in it doesn't have a bug in it. So you have no health. So I had to get rid of all those Columbine in that next room uh, or Columbine mm. combine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I could see how I could do that. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, but uh, yeah, with one tick. So I would like kill a guy and then save and then kill a guy and then save. <laughs> Limitless. Yes. Yeah, I've done that before. Yeah. Uh, Did you ever play those emulators um, that you can do like save state? Uh, I don't know if you played. You know, you can just save it in the exact moment. Um, yeah. I, I've yeah. never done that, but I've played emulators that have that. Get, yeah. <laughs> use that saving method to get through some hard games. I I needed that at the beginning. Yeah. I needed that at the beginning of Dead Space. That first room where you've got to get those arms to bring the tram out. I die. I I fought that for about forty minutes. I think. <laughs> like, I just I just want to save now. 
funny. Uh, Team Beef really nailed it this year too, which is funny because I had contacted Simon about being on the show, and uh, mm-hmm. he was like, "Well, you know, I'm just I'm just taking a break from BR. I just you know we've been working really hard and blah this and that. I just I don't think I'm going to be doing anything." And then like the next week, it's like, "Oh, Team Beef yeah. has three mods coming out." <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like what? <laughs> Yeah, I think the poor guy, I I think he deserves a really long break, but like, as soon as he gets a break, he's like, well, let me just like, maybe I could do this, you know, (laughs) let me just look at this for a little bit, just for, just for, you know, shits and giggles. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, I know. And then all of a sudden he's like sucked in and then he's spending like thousands more hours making some other big mod. Um, Yeah, poor guy. Yeah, what do you have? They had the Jedi Knights. Jedi Knights, um, and, um, Wraith, Bendy, Bendy, Wraith. Was there was there something else? Is there something I'm missing? Did the, did the Duke Nukem, the Duke Nukem, but that Duke Nukem over, yeah. um, over Christmas break. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So I haven't played that Duke one. Yeah, I should probably cool. try that one. I'm always interested to to try these old games in VR because I could not play them flat screen when they came out. I would get sick mm-hmm. every time. And oh, I'm pretty sure it was because the frame rates were so low on them. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. now that I have, like, you know, fighter pilot VR legs, I could handle mm-hmm. anything. It'd be yeah. interesting to see mm-hmm. if I could handle pretty it. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. And then, of course, the, the one of the biggest pinnacles of 2002 would have to be Half-Life 2 VR. Half-Life uh, 2. I, I can't say enough of that one. And Episode 1, yeah. as far as 2023 is coming along, is going to be out. Very soon. They, they said in the first quarter, I talked to Wormslayer yep. about this a couple of days ago, and he's like, it's ready to go. They're just waiting on Valve to approve it. So it's going to be out, I mean, any time, which is really, yeah. really exciting news. And and not too mm-hmm. far either for episode two. That's certainly on the um, timeline. It's just a matter of there was a lot of things that were fixed um, that that the team is kind of focused on next after releasing Half-Life VR to, to fix, um, just a huge change. Like, I don't know that that should actually be posted publicly. I know, um, Kabbalistic does a good job of of showing change logs, but (laughs) yeah, it's just, it's amazing how many little touches have gone into it. And I think, um, waiting a bit to release the episode will give people a chance to like, because all those changes are, are going back into the episodes also. So um, mm-hmm. not only did those need a little mm-hmm. bit of touching up, but all those kind of improvements from um, when it first released. And then, and then um, Worm Slayer is still uh, doing some awesome work on the new textures. And yeah. The I was talking to him a bit about that too. Yeah. Um, so that's, yeah. He's got a, I don't know if you've played the, the beta of that, but, it looks pretty uh-huh. stunning. Yeah, um, it does. It yeah. looks gorgeous. Yeah. 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 It, that's that's exciting stuff. Um, yeah, Half Life Two. Do we what are the numbers? Do we know how many of those downloaded? How many people downloaded that game? I could look that up, I'd have to log into the Teamworks page, but um Yeah, I'll, I'll do that a little bit later. I mean it was um it's pretty significant. I mean, even um mm-hmm. even now if you look at like um Steam looking for gamer um, site. It's on like the ten 
consistently most played PC VR experience. That's so that awesome. Certainly holds its own. It's it's incredible. Yeah. That mod is one of the best mods I've ever played. I it's it's just so flawless that it it doesn't feel like a mod at all. You know, um, the yeah, the motion controls are perfect. The yeah, it's it's just amazing. I love what they did with the airboat and with the doom buggy because. When I first played the game, I played it through Gary's mod, and I could not do the airboat and the Doom buggy in Gary's mod. It just the airboat made me instantly sick, and the Doom buggy was so violently bouncy that you couldn't see where you were at. So I had to skip all of that stuff and be able to play through well, it in VR. A, was that's a big part of the game. Big chunk too. of the game, so, yeah. yeah. Especially that Doom yeah. buggy takes forever to get through that area. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, like walking, and of course, there's more. Like I don't know, we talked about being able to pull out your arm and, and be able to steer with that mm -hmm. and some other things. But um, it's amazing how just some tweaking, knowing like, okay, here's what you're up against with um, VR, kind of the limitations when you flip in your dune buggy, if you're attached to the seat and you just see the world start flipping, you're yeah. going to get sick, yeah. but you know, let's leave it to uh, the the normal height and then it just flip around you basically um like you still mm -hmm. get that sense that you're flipping without yeah that was nice they effect. did that yeah. with the boat too so like when you did a barrel roll or whatever yeah you're not actually, you're not your head isn't like <laughs> yeah, yeah i yeah. probably could have handled that but uh the, i think for me like what originally the thing that made me so sick is that those could first of all i was playing with vive wands i was trying to steer with touch pads uh but they were so touchy but a bump <laughs> but like you'd barely touch anything and the boat would just go crazy you yeah. know it was just so floaty and, and yeah, yeah. it's really really tough to deal with but no yeah. i'm really excited about um really really excited about the uh, uh Those, the episodes yeah. Yeah, for they, sure. they're just incredible i haven't played episode two ever because with gary's mod it didn't work really well i started it and there was just a lot of bugs and it looked kind of funny so i never continued on so i'm really excited to actually oh, play through a, that that's a treat waiting for you then yeah yeah because yeah, i've heard um, it's like one of, it's the best out of all of them so it's, it's fun yeah so too yeah well but both episodes are great um yeah and then yeah who knows what the team i mean post that um wanted to tackle some other valve games um so nothing set in stone but portal is definitely on the list mm -hmm. of, um ones to mm -hmm. look at so, um that's another one that um have to to build some like motion sick friendly options in there but i i think i don't know valve apparently tried it at one point and just immediately wrote it off like no this wouldn't work same thing with half-life 2 and i think um there's like as the overwhelming positive uh, reviews have shown i think there's so much place to to just kind of rework tweak some stuff and then give even some modes like we do have the third person mode on half-life 2 for the vehicles where like if you're completely sick you can get a perfectly still thing and just see your boat in front of you and it's uh -huh. just moving and that like even mm -hmm. if you're super you know motion sickness prone that that does really well so um there's stuff like that that you can um you know, it work work with the limitations. Um, I think it's kind of unfortunate that they just I, like, you know, just read it off really quickly. But um, I think people were just too scared of it, and there's still people out there like that. I mean, God, I remember a while back there was like a three day long conversation between you and Denny from 
from uh, uh, yeah. uh, uh, Cloudhead. All on, yeah. you know, because I was involved with that one too, and I just gave up because it's, you know, because he's just dead set against anything. You never let the camera get taken over. You know, it's like, I remember one time with Resident Evil Two, he or seven or eight, I'd said something about the PSVR version, saying I really hope that they don't lock us into those cinematic screens for the cutscenes because they're so amazing in VR. Because I'd already experienced them, you know. And he's like, "Oh no, they should never do that." <laughs> like, well, why can't we just have the option? <laughs> yeah. Don't don't default yeah. it. Just give those of us that that enjoy that the option. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I do wish more. I think. I think he himself does struggle with motion sickness and that's unfortunate. Yeah, he sure does. Yeah. Ever. I don't know his story. I don't know if most people I know, if they just do like 10 minutes a day mm -hmm. and they can kind of push and grow those VR legs. Um, if they do it consistently, I know some people, um, tried a couple games, but, but you have to do it every day. Like it has to be a consistent mm -hmm. thing for yeah. the first couple of weeks and then you kind of grow it. A lot of people, um, it could be him, his experience, you know, you try and you played something for 45 minutes and then you just felt sick, but you went from zero to 60. Um, and then you're like, oh, maybe I've gotten better. And you tried again in a, a month from now and then you still get yeah, that way. Like yeah. you really have to like, you know, grow those V legs yeah. if that motion sickness is a issue. I don't kn know if there could be people that no just never can get over it and that that is unfortunate I and mean, you know try to build options and i uh, options are great so i mean mm -hmm, yeah. i love how like half-life alex you can play teleport and then you mm -hmm. can still um do smooth movement smooth snap turning or smooth, like those are just awesome to have and it kind of allows um a wide range of people to enjoy it in different ways but yeah uh, just to say like yeah. never never do yeah um yeah, I, it's not I the best playing, practices <laughs> yeah i was playing hellsinger and it's just such an amazing experience because it does have smooth look like imagine pistol whip but you could run around the levels and you're jumping over on the sides and, uh -huh. shooting. and i was like this is way better but i don't think danny would ever consider no um, no you know, like we're just gonna do a straight line and we're just gonna um put you on that rail that you're kind of going through and it's super super fun still i think um he's found a, a good combination that works for that kind of mm -hmm. arcade style but um but anyway there's so much fun to be had in um other yeah. experiences too that like smooth locomotion um uh, is just i think limiting to kind of think that um most of the world couldn't handle vr um yeah, you know, I actually am stunned. The thing that shocks me is how many people don't get motion sick. That's what blows me away. Because, I mean, for me, VR, when I first did it, there's smooth locomotion, no way. And there's no way I could have handled I It took me, God, a long time before I could do smooth turning. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. You know, it's just... <clears throat> but now, you can for most people I've ever met, like, as long as they were told the right way to do it, like mm -hmm. I said, like, don't, don't, push it too much don't only stop when you're feeling sick but just do it like 10 minutes a day before you even start getting it and you grow those fear legs um most people i know i've actually never met anyone that are like helped through that process and and not be completely fine uh with it so i don't know maybe maybe it's just maybe that's it people 
don't know how to, to learn that well. Maybe um, I, we did, uh, I did do a lot of research when I was working with Zenith, um, just saying, you know, is because we have flight and, you know, all kinds of systems where you can fly and um, um, there isn't even a teleport option. Just saying, like, how much is going to affect the user base? And it really, like, the data that came out from all the research I did was really surprising just how, um, how little that stopped people from enjoying it. So mm-hmm. I think, um, yeah, proper research hasn't been made public, uh, maybe, on, on some of those, you know, um, you know, people always have their own little case case studies, but um, but like data from a a bigger scope of people. Um, yeah, I think that's the thing. It's a, the what's your sample size? What what are we looking at? You know. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's. I, yeah, well, we can go. We can talk about that forever. But okay, so, so you you had you anyway. had some experiences of that you were a little bit dizzy, like recently from different i don't remember which games but there was at least one that maybe the frame rate was or the quality was a little bit off so there was there, there was a game like, i oh. was playing oh i think it was it was bendy um and i i had to stop so i was getting queasy but it was mostly because i was so hungry <laughs> and hunger in vr that's the other thing. yeah it's just hunger, like yeah i was like that's, oh i can't that's, I, that's I gotta eat <laughs> yeah yeah don't don't play VR in it, empty stomach. <laughs> no. Um, so yeah, there's also tricks like that. Eat, making sure you're eating well. You know, you're not um, have water drinking well. Yeah, water is very important. Um, maybe a fan going on you. Fan mm-hmm. can almost eliminate any motion sickness. Um, and in cyberpunk, it's awesome because when you're on the motorcycle, it feels like you're actually on a motorcycle. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've got a tornado that has um, has. Amazon Alexa. Um, so I was, I was playing with like programming that a bit um, to, to only blow when like the jump on the motorcycle. Oh, that's really awesome. Fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't really say anything. About oh, that. that's so geeky. I love it. I, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I do the yeah, same kind of thing. Is. I just put that fan on there. It's like, I'm playing cyberpunk. I need my fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or you just turn the on button, but Hey, mine, the game triggers it. <laughs> Sends it all the way through the internet. Yeah. <laughs> down to That's fan. amazing. Okay, so we saved the biggest uh, the biggest question for last, um, and I mean this is the one everybody wants to know. We really didn't. T- we've talked a lot about it, but we haven't talked about this. But is there like a window that we can expect for the prey dog injector? It's like a time frame. I don't want to speak for prey dog, and I think the biggest thing with him is like when you put a when you put a exact deadline yeah and it can that's why like some a, of the fun a... out of it where um <laughs> i think every like every time prey dog does make a big update i'm like oh man i'm so glad he didn't release before now because now this makes it so much better and then yeah. like another update i'm like oh i'm so glad so he's had a very like exact list of features he's wanted um i will say it looks very close to all those things on his initial list being done so okay. i think it's very close um and, i could um, i could deal even, with that even um yeah it is pretty fantastic so we're talking within right this now. year 
hourly changes he's making as soon as he pushes out something on github a new um build it'll show exactly what he added and stuff like that so i think oh, okay. you probably read through that you can scroll through that on the discord and see like most of the stuff are things most people won't even know what the heck <laughs> it yeah. is but you can see you know just how much thought he puts into building these mods and making it be an amazing experience and these are very like so like one one thing was he wanted it to support every single Unreal Engine version, basically, like from the very beginning to the end. And that was one of his goals, like before it releases, he wants to support it. And every every engine that updated, you know, changed quite a bit of stuff. So it was like adding support to handle those different engine versions. So you mean so more now, than four and five? Well, Three. so what people don't realize is like even the difference between four and five they did so much marketing around five, but I mean, really five is just Unreal Engine four, but you know, but better tacked on yeah. and they changed it. <laughs> but like all between Unreal Engine four, the first version all the way to like 4.27 on, um, okay. all those are still pretty major changes. Just they did less marketing between it, but there are a lot of like big differences um, between those engine versions. Um, and so some of that was supporting that range of okay, you know, version 4.29 works, but then they changed something in 4.3. So then, um, you know, then I need to handle it. Ah, okay. So um, we're not talking about be able to go back to three then. Engine three was actually very different that they actually didn't even own all the source code. They, um, they used a lot of third party stuff when they built three okay um and then four was a big change because epic games like 100 percent was their code and it was the first time they made it open source even um or source code available um and then um so yeah it's four like beginning of four on to four or five um and i think we'll see five for many many years um to come but um so part of that was that and then even like little things like um he some games had like a slight stutter every like 30 seconds or so that like for most people when you're playing a mod you wouldn't even like really notice it um but some of it was him figuring out a better place to hook the frame um where um it actually synced in time better um and um that it that made um like ASW work better if you want to use like motion smoothing um, before that kind of screwed it up because the timing wasn't 100% correct. So some of these are just like things he wanted to to do. Um, and then also um, being in a better place for modding, like when it releases, I think that um, good state, like it's in now where modders can see the template of like how to add motion controls and, and build it from there it's in a good place that that momentum when it releases will kind of cause people to have places to, to do that kind of thing with. I think if it was released early um, and 
I think, you know, without places for modders, other modders to get involved, um, kind of that momentum would have died down a bit um, in mm. wanting to get involved when, you know, like, the only answer is, well, you know, there isn't a place for you to add anything at this point, but check back later. I think, you know, you would have lost a lot of that. So I think we're in a really good place where it'll release and people like the sky's the limit. You can play it, have God, that's so exciting. kind of fun in its current state. And then Amazing. if you want to add features, you can, um, and, um, it's even connected with some other unreal, um, modders. There's some really cool tools that have come out, um, even in the past like month, um, by some other people. Um, so there's one that actually, it's almost like, Chrome DevTools, you can actually see in real time, live, all the blueprints that are happening, and you can actually like change things and you can add code right there and test it in real time. So that that just makes like modding so much easier compared to having to build something and then restart the game and test it, um, and then um, you know being able to just test something. Does it work? Okay, cool. You know, that's um, awesome. But yeah. anyway, we're at a very cool place where I'm just. So excited to see once it releases what um, what people do with it. And, yeah. um, and I mean, it's one of those things like for us, we could probably, be, even if nobody does anything, we could be happy for the rest of our <laughs> yeah. life just with all the So many there. games. Work, yeah, I know. It's just, um, endless. It's endless, really. Yeah. So oh, the way one I play. huge breakthrough this past week I'll just mention was um, so the main way the the mod works it's actually using the um stereoscopic vr code that epic games built in the engine so it um it uses that render pipeline um and is just like you know if if you actually added um an official vr port mm -hmm. into your game so mm -hmm. it's it's running that whole system and it it does take advantage of some performance things so it's not like it's cutting the frame rate in half um per se it does use some of like it renders the left eye and then uses some of that information to render the right eye so you're not you're getting a, a quite a bit better performance than having to like alternate eye rendering is like literally splitting frame rate in half where you're um having to do the left and right but um but then Predog added a completely new way of rendering for the games that um, have like shaders that are broken, um, using uh, the yeah, I saw you method. So even yeah, if mentioned in that. yeah, even if you look at um, just so much at like official Unreal Engine code, what works with VR? There's all kinds of like this shader doesn't work. Um, you can't use that. Um, like MetaHumans, the hair system um, only show up in one eye, even if you're using the official thing. So he's built something that works even better than uh, official Epic Games stuff in some ways wow. because it all shows up perfectly in VR. So it, it does, um, keeps the same a lot, like 99% of the rendering pipeline, but then it only generates one camera and then uses an alternate eye rendering, um, but it's not sending the alternate eye rendering like split times into your eye. It does one, shifts it, grabs that second scene, um, all happening with one engine tick, and then sending them both at the same time to your eye. So it's 
kind of working around some of those limitations um, by doing that, but that makes compatibility like 100%. So even if a game, um, you've probably experienced with like Vorpex broken shaders, so mm -hmm. that's the kind of thing you could experience. Now you can just flip a toggle and you get a little bit worse performance, but on some niche game that like would have had to do all this custom work to help fix the shaders and that kind of thing, like it's 100% working just like that. So I had that even happen with uh, Resident Evil awesome. uh, 2 with the 12 or the DX12 version with the mod. We're like <clears throat> Leon would come in. I was playing with Claire and Leon came in and the in the thing and on one eye I could see his full thing, but like in my my other eye it was just like his hands and his head and it like all of his clothes was gone. <laughs> and that's really weird. <laughs> Like, it's like, it's like what's going on? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, I mean, VR is just complicated when you're dealing with two perspectives and it has to be synced. So even, like I said, the official um, Unreal even has things that just play and they'll, they'll say like doesn't work with VR um, yet. And maybe they'll add that later, but anyway. Prey Dog has <laughs> done the impossible and yeah, created. Yeah, we're really excited. Um, this is great news. That, yeah, great news. Yeah. It should excite all of you out there that hey, it's it's coming really soon, um, and you know you're gonna be able to sit down and play like have a massive library of AAA games that you can play in yeah. VR. Man, have you seen that list? Future is exciting. Put together, I mean, there's mm -hmm. I, I keep adding it to all the time, um, and there's even way more that um, are out there. But I mean, it's it's thousands of yeah. Things, uh, yeah. and and hundreds <laughs> yes. of like triple a and then even if, if you look at what's coming out it's the new tomb raiders unreal engine 5 the new witchers unreal engine 5 mm -hmm. the new, new cyberpunk um, cyber <laughs> uh i don't know if they yeah, announced that, any yeah that's that's new, the new cyberpunk is unreal engine 5 too cuz cdpr has gone away from red engine everything they're doing now is on unreal engine 5 so, I think the expansion pack will still be on there. The new expansion pack, yeah, yeah that's going to still be on. on but me. yeah, everything I'm talking after 2077. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but there, there. It seems like so many of the uh, the new Bioshock is under Engine Five. Um, mm -hmm. Anyway, it's just pretty much any big AAA. Like so many of them are moving to Unreal Engine Five, and so even past the thousands that are already made, it's exciting that we're gonna have a future where um, a game like Hard Wars Legacy comes out and then like the very day it comes out, we can play just play it in VR. In VR. Yeah. yeah. VR. It's insane. Um, yeah. People, don't need people will be blown away when somebody anymore. makes a video and it's like fully VR mod that's as like, it, it looks like it's, it made, like it looks like it was always made to be mm -hmm. VR the way it's yes. um, handling everything, and um, that's like the day it came out. People are going to be pretty blown away, and I think they it's... see just that like that power that it can do. Um, yeah, yeah. And I'll, I'm waiting with bated breath for all the comments in the section, but it's just a mod because <laughs> <laughs> you know they'll be there. It's just a mod. Yeah, yes. Of course, they have to somebody said that the other day about I was on a Facebook group. They were talking about Prey Dogs mods. Like, yeah, but it's just a mod. It's like, dude, come on, this is a miracle. Yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah. And, this and is some of it, <laughs> and like that really means nothing because I don't know. He's he's 
writing code just like um if he worked officially for the hogwarts legacy team yeah. and was building it you know and so i think um that distinction really sh shouldn't be made i mean he's probably i think i've said it before but like his talent um most people are like oh i hope you know like some little studio hires him because this is awesome yeah. I'm like i don't think they could afford him like <laughs> he's doing this because he's passionate about it and and giving something amazing to the vr community but i we don't deserve a prey dog <laughs> no he's yeah. great yeah, yeah. him him luke rod all these guys all of these modders of they yeah. do they any do amazing really work amazing. they do god's work and god bless them because i mean yeah that they've they've kept me playing this last year i would i i didn't buy any vr games this last year so mm. I, like i see them i'm like uh. <laughs> i like i like uh, yeah i like the triple a games <laughs> yeah i think i bought uh moss 2 just because i, I didn't buy that, that one great i didn't buy That's, that one but yeah it. i have oh, Moss one i've never played it so they're, yeah. they're both really i played them both uh one after the other back to back uh just recently they're amazing yeah i did the they same really thing like, i, I have to do that sometime. i think there's less content than a typical game but if you can play both of them back to back um it feels like yeah. finally you get like a cool meaty yeah. size game cool um, and it's unreal engine there's some pretty great graphics in it too mm -hmm. so yeah yeah um, and again, because I'm an animator, that Richard Lyko, who the guy who mm. animated and rigged Quill, mm. I, I, I there's so just, many little touches. I love the way I love Quill, it. It's like it's reaches just, out and you know waves or yeah. uh, like shows emotion, and um, they did a, a really great good job thought like, of VR. Yeah, like that interaction that she looks at you and it's like, oh my God, she's she's alive, she's right there, she's <laughs> yeah. right there, she's looking yeah. at me. I want to hold it. Yeah, that's the strength, the power of VR. It is. It's the great stuff. Okay, guys, I think that's good for an episode. We got a lot in. Do it. Do I? Don't want to talk about uh, answer some questions. Yeah, yeah. Twitter questions. Yeah, sure. We could do that. We could answer some Twitter, Twitter questions. Most of them are Prey Dogs questions. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, so I think we probably covered most of them. Um, Verified games asked what constitute a VR mod, and I think that is hard to, i think i've had to kind of create my own um definition of like what is vr um am i still there wait a second can you still hear me yeah yeah yep. okay sorry um you what what is like vr and i think it is very subjective like is it sixed off is it three off um um some people are playing Luke Ross's mods without stereoscopic. I don't sure know how the heck you do they that. love that so yeah. much, but I mean, I guess it's kind of cool. But it, to me, like the stereoscopic is such an important part mm -hmm. um, when you're building proper VR. Um, it's not just even the two views. So, like if you took Geo 11 in its current state, where it's still even rendering. Um, stereoscopic and you're not properly um setting the ipe you're doing the view matrixes so that like when you turn they're moving properly if it's just stuck in its current state it is going to look really weird and that's where even vorpex can look 
a bit odd because it's not setting some of those lower. Yeah. Cause it just um, feels like the image thing. is kind of stuck to your head. It just, it doesn't quite work right. Yeah, that's why, so that's why black Mesa blows me away. A lot of times um, yeah, it looks properly done versus just like a kind of a light state of a VR mod mm -hmm. to me. A lot of times if it's, it's almost like the uncounted Canyon Valley. Like if you get, if you get so close, but it's not quite there, it can even feel worse. You're just like, yeah. it's so it's teasing yeah. me. Like it's almost VR, but it just feels off. And like if movement isn't one-to-one, -one, which, you know, if I move in, it feels like I'm actually moving the exact amount that I am in real life. If, you know, uh, even some, a lot of Vorpex is just moving the mouse. So if you move your head, um, it doesn't feel quite one-on-one -on -one. like you are mm -hmm. kind of moving and you can kind of adjust it and kind of get close but like it just doesn't feel quite there so I say like I put it in different categories you've got like your um, gyroscopic injectors like G11 which is amazing um, just for creating the left and eye view and then Vorpex really is like a stereoscopic injector that has some cool features built on. And then um, Ralph has made some full mods from it. So like, mm -hmm. his, like the cyberpunk um, mod, cyberpunk mod yeah. is, I would say is a full mod because he did go and get some of those lower level engine things and make it proper for your headset. So um, that like, not to say that nothing in Vorpex is like he, he has the ability to make a mod and he has like certain games spent extra time and made that one-to-one -one movement. Um, but out of the box for what Vorpex does just to inject on it, it's mainly just a stereoscopic driver mm -hmm. um, that yep. does some extra cool stuff like moving the mouse with your head and um, stuff like that. So I wouldn't say that's a mod. I would say like if you're properly hooking all of the, um, I guess, um, the eyes using the using the view matrix doing um probably handling the way that um vr does all those calculations and movement is uh there, there's a whole series of i guess lots of math like if you look at the source code of some of these mods there's a lot of math and it's kind of a standard way of this is how native vr feels and um it's it's using all of that and um and when it happens, you know it immediately. Like, like this feels native um, because it's yeah. it's doing all those calculations. So anything not doing all that, I wouldn't really say it's a full mod. It's more of like um, it's an experience you could have in VR. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. You know, it's I don't and know. There is exciting yeah. things. So talking to the creator of Geo Eleven, which they have all these games um, that they have spent time fixing the shaders on both eyes um and so far like you couldn't build a full vr mod um what i would call a vr mod with geo 11 yet because some of those calculations don't have ability it's not open source yet so don't have the ability to make those um make that um math you know happen um but the creator of geo 11 is um he said in February he should have some time to add that basically to the, the SDK. Um, and that should allow us to have a pathway to like, instead of alternate eye rendering could use Geo 11 to get like the synced eye um, from that. So that's pretty exciting. That's cool. Um, mm -hmm. But anyway, um, so I would say like, okay, 
for a full VR mod, uh, all that handled correctly, um, and then at least like sixed off um, mm -hmm. uh, proper proper um, stereoscopic, and then um, and then ideally you're also handling the UI separately from yes. the game, um, and that's a big thing. Like if you've noticed like luke's luke ross's mods you've got the game world properly you know put in and then the ui is actually a completely separate layer that's yeah. um in front of you and so you can actually see the parallax happening if you move and um and like compared to vorpex of just showing like the actual flat screen game but it's in stereoscopic so you have like the, so you have to like go into edge peak just to read your menus yeah, yeah. yeah. So you can see, see the thing. ui yeah. so it's not doing anything that separates that out so that's a big thing um yeah. yeah um so i don't know if i would say that has to be done but that's a big thing that any mod any good mod like luke ross is is doing prey dog of course yeah um, He's done all that really well. Um, Riker Potter did a great job. He's done a great job with UI on his, too. Yeah. 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 And then I, I wouldn't say motion controls need to be. That's um, They don't have to be there. Um, no. But it's, are, it's always a, a bonus. A plus. Is, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but to be, like, what I would announce as, like, this is a VR mod, uh, having to have at least the, all the proper math going on um, stereoscopic-wise, um, definitely stereoscopic, not not mono um fixed off and um and yeah uh at least using proper uh, like open xr open vr um and all that is sent correctly so like the if you change your ipd you know it's properly adjusting in, in the game um it's reading all that um data from the compositor to, to make sure it handles well yeah, I think, yeah, that, that's another thing, too, is, you know, it should, to be a proper VR mod, I think it has to be like a, if if it's duct taping together a bunch of little things, like, you know, if you're, you're, you're using an emulator over here, or you're using an injector over here, and you're doing this, little, it's not, if you've got to use all of that stuff, that's just kind of, that's tinkering with it, and it's making it, it's making it fun for you and everything, but it's not a mod, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't just download that, put it in your files, and then you play it. You've got to do a whole bunch of crap to get it to work. <laughs> Yeah. And then your and experience again, even if, is kind of even eh. then it's still that uncanny valley of like yeah. if it's not doing all that properly, then it's just like yeah, oh, it's so close but so far. And it's yeah, just me just want to play in flat screen rather than even I don't know. Some sometimes I feel that um, it's just a tease when you know you mm -hmm. get so close but it's so far. Uh, it still can be a lot of fun, and I, I don't want to yes um, put any shade on um, on on Vorpex or even anything like that like you can have a lot of fun still with it but it's it's very different than an actual VR mod so that's a lot of hard work i don't want to take that away from the people actually doing VR mods where they're doing this extremely complex stuff um and pulling it off mm -hmm. um, yeah you said what what separates from mere injection i think maybe that was a mistake to call prey dogs like an injection mod because um 
people are like, oh, it's just an injection. I'm not really sure. Well, they're instantly they thinking about Vorpex when they, Maybe when they that's, hear that. Maybe that's probably what it is. Yeah. Um, but, like, Paradox is very much a full mod just like any other mod. It's, I mean, hooking the code, but, um, very like, on any game you do is just like um, Resident Evil in the sense that it's um, hooking everything, handling everything, um, and, and I oh. mean, every mod in a sense is an injection. <laughs> like, it's injecting code into the game, so, um, but it's the, um, it's properly, properly creating VR, not just, um, maybe the difference they're thinking injection is where they're just working with the graphic API. So like, just from DirectX, um, creating stereoscopic from that, like Vorpex does. Um, so maybe that's what they're thinking, but this is actually going deep into the game, um, working with like even the native VR code in that, um, or with Resident Evil, he created all the VR code, but it is mm -hmm. proper VR code, like how you would write it if you were creating officially for Resident Evil. Like it would be that similar thing. It's not any different than if you were um, officially writing VR support for it. So, um, yeah. Immersive Gamer said, would Praydog ever wish to monetize his work officially oh. working with Epic if given the chance? Um, again, we don't deserve Prey Dog. I'm not sure <laughs> why he's this amazing. He has um, he a does Patreon, on, right? He does have a Patreon only yeah. because, like, I made him make one. I'd <laughs> 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 be able to beg, like, how do we show support? But, I mean, he fully plans on making it open source um, when it releases. And That's so cool. Take it and... Um, There's yeah, uh, nothing to take for granted. That's it's so like, much work. Yeah. So much work. <laughs> What does he do for a day job? Um, he is a professional like reverse engineer. Um, I think works for... Um, he's like a professional hacker, basically. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Dead Space VR. First person mod releasing. <laughs> I think that would be really cool. I don't know. Let's Was see. it the, the dead... We were talking about Dead Space... Yeah, 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 somebody asked about that. Uh, we brought that up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> everything else is Prey Dog, Prey Dog, Prey Dog. Yeah. Prey Dog release, please. Yeah, I told you that was going to be the big one. That's all anybody wants. Yeah. But we were on that other okay. podcast. They're like, when's Prey Dog's thing coming out? That's what we all want to know. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Let's cut the bullshit. Why about Prey Dog? All the lists, Cyberpunk. And then... yep. Give us that. Yeah. You could we we'll, we'll yeah, have a whole definitely. bunch to talk about when that thing comes out. <laughs> yep. All right. All right. Well, anything else? No, nope, I'm good. I'm good. You got any other questions, Brian? Think we're good? No, no. Okay. No. All right, guys. Well, that's gonna be it. Uh, wow, that was a lot. That was a lot, but oh, so many great. We have such an exciting future coming to to us here very, very, very soon. Uh, AER. Yeah, yeah, yeah. AER2 for Cyberpunk is like my biggest thing. We've got Prey Dogs mod coming very soon. We don't know when, but it's coming. Don't worry. Uh, and uh, yeah, just, just tons. I can't wait to see what else this year brings us, but it's already starting off to be a banger just like last year's was. So uh, yeah, that's it for us. Hey, make sure you hit like and subscribe and click on the little bell thingy and uh, so you know when it's coming. You can, you can listen to us on Spotify. We're on uh, Apple 
podcasts too uh if you want to listen to us and uh yeah uh thank you elliot so much for joining us again uh always bring you always bring up so much great stuff and just so much information and, and it's just always always awesome to have you i had uh yeah uh, so yeah thank you very much guys that's it for us stick in for the next one dr greg out <laughs> see you in episode two season two yep.